Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Love You Man podcast. Really great to be sitting here with Seth behind me. This is going to definitely be the new studio setup because Seth just moved in back from the valley. So I'm really happy to have my brother back with me. We're going to be doing podcasts hopefully every two weeks. I know we kind of took a little bit of a break, but now that we're all settled in, definitely expect more from the I Love You Man channel. Today, I actually have a really good friend visiting. Uh, I met him the first time I actually did um, my first year at SBCC. So I went to UCSB, did all my thing. Then I was like, you know what? Nothing here is really interesting me. So I went to SBCC to learn some film. Zen was the first person that I noticed in my class because he wrote this fire-ass script on the first day. <laughs> Professor says, anyone have a script that we could read right now? No one raises their hand. And this fool raises his hand. Wow. He's like, I got something. So we read the entire script first day out in front of the entire class. It was some really cool, trippy movie about like this guy who has to get into this tennis match with God because his life depends on it. And it's a possibly it could be a life redeeming uh, moment or it could also just damn him to hell. So it's actually really funny, really witty. He's a really good writer. He's a really good director. I'm really glad that you guys are going to be able to get to meet him on the podcast today. All my friends out there who haven't got to meet him, I'm glad that you guys can finally see who the people I'm vibing with out here. So thanks so much for being on the pod. I definitely want to introduce Zen Smalls. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Caleb. Thanks for those kind words about tennis, too. I remember uh, I remember when we were, when we like first started reading it, and I was like, I was nervous as fuck. And like I was looking at everyone's faces, and they were like, well, mostly De Vega's, our professor's face. And like he was like, what the fuck? He's like, he had to pause, he had to like pause it. Like, in the video, he's like, does anyone know like what's going on? And I was like, oh shit, dude. I had to like mansplain it basically. Yeah, this, this wasn't a Professor DeVega or a professor. He wasn't someone that's just like, oh, you did something good for you. Like yeah, he yeah. wants the best and he expects the best. He was like, oh, it's your first day of class and you yeah. come up with that shit? Get the fuck out of here. Drop out, drop out. So he just had so many notes for Zen, but at the end of the day, Zen just kept coming back week after week with yeah. all of his notes addressed with a new story, but everything pretty much the same, you know, like core story. And DeVega's still just fucking, I just feel like he didn't get it, to be honest. Yeah, he didn't at first, because I was like, I was still like a pretty like nervous writer. I mean, I still am now, but like, like I took his advice and stuff and I just like, I implemented all of his advice into it. And it kind of like turned into like, it turned into like something else I didn't want to. I, like, I remember I was reading like my old scripts the other day and I came around tennis and I was like, Dude, the first version is, like, way better than the other one. Because the other one's, like, so much dialogue. But the first one's, like, people getting chased and, like, fucking tennis balls getting thrown at people's faces and, like, blood. But, like, now that I think about it, dude, that would have been such a bitch to make. That would have been so hard. It would have like, been a lot of different weird shots that yeah. you had in the script. Like, he had one where a ball was thrown at a guy and he got caught on his pin. Yeah, and dude. And made him bleed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. like, it, yeah, there would have been a lot of complications on the shoot, but I think we could have still made it work. Yeah, Because it was literally on campus, one location, yeah. tennis court the next. Like, that's, that's literally it. it. But yeah, yeah, so you might be able to see it one day. Who knows? Maybe it would be a day, deep yeah. cut from Zen. Yeah. Um, but honestly, Zen's a terrific writer. He's written uh, a you. lot more than just tennis. He's done short films. He's even cracked out his first feature film. Thank um, you. He does comedy writing. He's just a really good and smart writer. Um, what what was it about writing that like kind of got your attention? I know a lot of kids nowadays. Oh. They're like the opposite of writers. Like they never even write anything if it's not like a text message or That's an email. True. Like sitting down on a piece of paper or on a laptop and writing. 
that's kind of rare nowadays. Like, what was it that like got you into that? Ah, oh, dude, I feel like I've been like writing since like a really young age. Like, I remember I got like my first like it was I don't know, maybe like my eleventh birthday or something. I got like a like a journal or like a writing journal. It was like high quality, and like but like it came with like a whole kit with like these pencils that are like fucking metallic or something <laughs> and i was like i would just write stories i remember the first uh like what really got me into like like i started doing like comic book writing and stuff like i draw comic books with my friends in like elementary school and remember like the remember green lantern remember that movie yeah green lantern yeah yeah, it was Ryan Reynolds. yeah i mean it sucked but <laughs> i like i loved it as a kid like the green colors and shit and all the characters and that like inspired uh me to like make this comic book and it was like, it was just a bunch of like crazy, <laughs> a little, a little bit. It was like these kids that have like superpowers and like fire abilities and shit. I mean, it's like, I feel like every kid at that age is like doing stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just like started writing like a lot. And then in high school, like, I didn't really know what the hell to do with my life. And I was like, I'm going to become like an astronaut. I want to be an astronaut. Okay. And I was like, I had that, I had those. Yeah, that phase. Yeah. I feel like everyone. Fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grow up, buddy. Yeah, exactly. But in like, it was like, I want to say like, freshman and sophomore year, I would like study all these planets and shit like that, and like all this like all space like astron like astronomical shit, and then like my grades came in like sophomore year, and it was like. D's and C's. I'm like, I can't go to fuck. I can't fucking do this. Like, <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. And then uh, I was like, all right, maybe. I think it was like junior year, where you can do. Um, I just always like movies too. So I was like, I like that's all I really did was just watch movies and shit, like at my at my house. And then uh, like I got into uh, like this community college was like offered like classes. So I took the script writing classes. So and this was already when you were in... This was like junior year. This was junior year of high school. You were taking some CC classes while yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was taking like CC classes. Oh, nice. And uh, I took a script writing like 101 really? class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... Was that just off the whim or you were like, that That actually looks fun. I got to try that. I don't know exactly, but I remember I'd read scripts. Like I read... I think I, I saw Hereditary and I was like, I, I read the script of it. Wow. And I was like, this is like... I didn't know it was, it was like a whole other art form. Like I thought... I didn't really know how films were made and I was like okay someone just like I don't know writes like a bunch of yeah lines. I always find that trippy I'm like this movie's so long there's so much shit going on how yeah. can someone put this on paper and like and, have it from start to finish and it's a long piece of writing it's yeah. like a, almost a book it's yeah. like a whole book and I was like this is so sick and I've always been like writing like silly stories and shit and then uh yeah I took the script writing class because I want to see like how it was done and then I would just like the professor, I think she, she was a professor at UCSB too. And she helped oh, out cool. at like the community college, uh, like near the school that everyone would like go to. And yeah, I took the, uh, I took the course and it was like, it was like, I'm like mind opening. It was like, dude, this is so, I can like write anything. Like, and she was like, yeah, no, um, limitations. Like you can literally cuss, you can do like sex scenes, you can do whatever you want. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. So this for is so a high, sick. 16, 17 oh, yeah. high school, you're like, oh, I'm going crazy. Bro, my horny ass <laughs> was like, oh, anti, my anti. God. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, yeah, and then I just like. Anyway, titties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was some fucking crazy shit. But uh, yeah, and then that, that kind of got me into it. And then, I don't know, I just like didn't really, like, usually I had like, like, like similar to the, um, uh, like the astronaut phase. Like I had like a lot of those. I wanted to be like a chemist and shit like that too. But then they'd all like, like the dreams of it would like degrade over time. Yeah. Like, 
but then for script writing it just like never degraded like even today like i don't want to do anything else yeah. so that's pretty much it like that's, and then i just kept yeah, that's writing really cool okay so you took that cc class for script writing right yeah, yeah. and then your family moved right yeah, yeah after we, high school yeah we moved to new york for like 10 months so what was, the, okay, what was the reason and then what was kind of that vibe? It was literally just like, it was so quick. My dad was just like, yeah, um, I mean, I need a job and like, I needed like a new job or something like in New York. And I was like, oh shit, dude, that's like crazy. He just dropped it on us like immediately. And then Were just you like, excited? Well, you and your brother? I was okay. nervous as hell. I was like, I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Okay. But, it, and he was like, yeah, but we're moving in like six months. And I was like, all right, it's six months. I can like. That's nothing. But then I that's can fuck this bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> basically, like, I can still like live my life. But <clears throat> and then like the six months came like so quick, and I um, <clears throat> I moved to New York, and uh, it was like it was pretty cool. Like at first, I was all I do was would just like walk. I would walk like from like uh, the bottom, which is like Battery Park and like Lower Manhattan. I'd walk like all the way to the top, which is like um, like uh, Harlem. Like I just like walk. And it was, like, fascinating. It was, like, I was, like, do this fucking city, like, like, this is where I'm going to make it. Like, this city, like, needs my vision, basically. Yeah. And then I I just, like, all I did, I went to, like, a community college there. Like, I got into some universities, but mm-hmm. they were, like, like, 40K a semester. I'm, like, bro, I have, like, $2 a yeah. <laughs> So I was, like, okay, I'll just, like, practice writing and stuff. So literally all I did in New York, like, I didn't, I didn't really, like, have too many friends there either. I would just, like. It's probably hard to meet people, I bet, in a big city. Where'd you move? In New York. I was in Brooklyn, oh, shit. which was, like, it was so sick. I like Brooklyn yeah. more than, uh, than like, Manhattan. But, like, I made, like, some friends at school. But, like, the city college I went to was, like, I thought it was, like, a huge film city college, but it was, like, more, like, like TV shit. Like, I joined, like, a course, and I was, like, oh, this is, like, a production course. But it's, like, no, this is, like, a, like we're going to learn how to make game shows. And I was like, oh shit! So that's like, fuck. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, I don't want to do this. But I still like learned like the basics, and they had like screenwriting courses, but they were like they were kind of mid. Like they were like limiting. Like I wrote a I wrote a story about um, like a prostitute, like um, who was like wronged by her like pimp or some shit. I didn't know anything about yeah. it. Like, <laughs> like but she uh, I don't know. She like went rogue, or no, no, no. Like some like beef happened between them. And then she, like, went and, like, killed all... It was, like, Russian people, and he just, she just, like, killed all of them. And it's, like, silly, but, yeah. like, they... Killed I, the whole type vibe. Basically, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, the scriptwriting teacher, she was, like, they don't go by... Prost-. Like, she was, like, limited. Like, we don't call them prostitutes. And I was, like, what the fuck? Like, I wasn't used <laughs> to that. Like, from my other screenwriting course, she would have been, like, all, all that. But she would, like, limit, like, my writing. I'm, like, you stink and then i did oh, i would still sucks. like yeah it kind of sucked but like the in terms of like academics and stuff it wasn't like that like too good so i would just like write on my own and then i went to europe like from new york nice. with my friends it was fire and then they got the what cities did you get to visit dude we went to fucking we went to first we were in uh split which is in croatia like the main oh, like, wow. city dude it was so sick and That's where Game of Thrones is filmed, right? No, but we went to we went to where Games, which is Dubrovnik, in oh gosh, somewhere so I forgot where, but it was it was so dope. I remember I was yeah. in I was in Dubrovnik and I was like, I saw this guy, and he was like, you know those like Instagram posts where they take a picture of like something, yeah. and it's like where they where it was filmed, and he was taking a picture of Game of Thrones, and I was like, I don't, I was like, wait, is this like where Game of Thrones was? And he was like, yeah. 
And my friends were like, yeah, that's why we went here. I didn't know. know, They, like, dropped it on me. But, yeah, anyways, like, I got the news that I was moving back, that we were moving back to California, like, when I was in Europe. And then um, it was, like, it was so sick. So then we came here, and then I went to the City College first year, and then we, it was, like, the first, it was, I think it was the first class was, uh, first class that I actually went to I was... I think it was, like, a Tuesday 10 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Monday 10 a.m., I'm not sure. Yeah, it was our uh, production one class. And so, then that's where I met, like, Caleb and our, our friend Safe, which is, like, it was so sick. So what was the kind of classes that you that you were taking at SBC? I know we went together, but you kind of got more into script writing there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I took a script writing two course where you had to write a feature. So and... how was... What was your process of writing a feature? Like, this guy's 19 Ooh. years old, and he's yeah. writing a fucking... 85 page yeah, yeah. Ten hour, like uh, an hour 10 minute fucking feature like what is what's your approach to that oh my god it was so hard like I, it was harder than i thought because you had to like it was like every week you had to like turn in like 10 to 15 pages and it was like so demanding but i think that's like how it should be like it was i just had to like just like lock in and just just do it even if it's like you're just writing bullshit like it's better than writing nothing Cause then you can like go back the second draft and like, yeah. like fix it up. But, um, yeah, it was like super demanding. It was hard. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. yeah, it was, it was, but it, I think that's good to like, I feel like of, that's kind of how it is when you start out. It's like, you got yeah. this time scale that you have to, you have to meet, you know, but once you get yeah. big and like you're famous already and like yeah. you're the biggest director or whatever, like mm-hmm. you probably just take your time and just, that's probably like you want to do right though. Cause it's like, you already got all the money. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, why would you even? But I mean, I could see if you were a big time director, you're like, okay, I know I can shoot all of this, so I'm just gonna go crazy for the script. Oh you know, we got God. car explosions, we Dude. got deaths, we got heads getting chopped off. Like, yeah. I'd go crazy. Dude, imagine how fun that is. You're just like, like you know, you have like the everything you need to film the stuff, so you yeah. can literally go, you can do anything you want. Dude, that'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. right there though, all you need is the inspiration. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, like when you're working, like how you're working, the inspiration just comes. You know, yeah. because you're grinding it. You yeah, know? pretty much. But recently, I've been like pretty fucking lazy. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been lazy. It comes in waves. Creativity yeah. comes in waves for sure. You ride that wave forever, long it lasts, just like oh, a real wave. Yeah, and then crashes down, and then you gotta hop on the next one. Exactly, dude. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just like, yeah, it was like production one. I yeah, the classes I took was like. I took pretty, I only took three classes the first semester. It was production one, and then it was uh, script writing. I forgot the other one. Oh, it was so film studies. City? Yeah, it was a uh, film studies. Oh, film studies. Okay. Which is like pretty cool. We just like watch movies. That was our homework. We're just like I already do that. Yeah. So it was like pretty dope. But wait, what, what classes were you taking? I remember you were taking I, an that editing. I was one, taking right? editing. Yeah. Um, production one. Um, I took a color correction, but that was the next semester. Yeah. But I'm, I'm blanking on the other classes. I that, oh, I took a I took a film studies one as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, it feels like a long time ago. Yeah, I know. I think that was it. I think that was it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah I don't I didn't take a lot of classes, but then the yeah, next semester. Yeah, I was just semester. easing into it, but I I wish I took a, one more. I wish I took like singing one or something. Yeah. That's a good class. Yeah. But no, I was super happy with our production one class. Like. That was so much fun, dude. Big old group of like young kids. Yeah. Everyone coming from like post pandemics, like everyone's back in class, ready yeah. to fucking do shit. Everyone just wanted to work, and like we got a pretty nice film done with it. Dude, we did. It looks like when I went to the like there was a this SBCC awards, 
like seeing it on the big screen in like 4K, I was like, dude, this is like fucking really like, this is like a stunning movie. Like the lighting is crazy and like, the lighting's so good. yeah, it, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was really, it was a real, also just like a, everybody had their own like position. Mm-hmm. So it really felt like you were a crew member because like you weren't like doing like five different things. You're just yeah. doing one thing. Exactly. Making sure your shit's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which was really fun. True. But um, after that, I believe you took the, what, the directing class? Yeah, I took, yeah, directing for camera. So that was the first time safe. you actually got behind the camera. Yeah. So what was the, did, did everything on your script in your head match when you got there? Or did you have to just make so many decisions on the fly? Like, okay, we got to change this. We got to do this. Dude, the crazy thing was, was like, when I, when I, what I pictured was like literally what I got. It was, it was insane. But like. That's amazing. Oh, what am I trying to say? Like, um, that, it was like kind of, uh. How do I say this? I don't know. It like set it set right with me like when I was um, like shooting it. Like this is exactly what I wanted. But now I'm like kind of I kind of wish like it, it it's like a it's so hard to say. But it's like it's like you make something or you write something and then you shoot it and then it's like stuck. It's almost like stuck in this little bubble and it's like it can't like branch out like too much. But like. F- it kind of taught me like for the next films I want to do, like I want to like write something like, and it's in this box, but then when I'm directing it, like it has more like ways to go. Like so that in the edit room, it's like, you can do It's like writing again. It's like, yeah. Cause the most freedom I, or most I liked the most about the shoot was definitely like being on set and like working with the actors and stuff and like really trying to like tackle like the vision I was trying to bring. But uh, what I liked the most was the fucking editing dude. Because you can just have so much fun. You can do anything. And it's like, because it's a short film, it doesn't have too much like, I don't know, like narrative, uh, like, um, it's not like the narrative aspects aren't like too heavy. Like, and, you know, like, like act one has to go here, act two has to go yeah, here. Yeah, it's because it's only like seven minutes or something. So you can have so much fun with it. But uh, yeah, like what I, what I planned, like, and I shot, it came out like exactly what I wanted, which is like good. But like for future like films I want to I want to be like a little in the like um I don't want to be like like the, the amount of control I had like over it was like almost like intimidating like it was, I was like I have like like this is like too it's too like in my palm it, does that make any sense I mean you, you were kind of you were like the man on like that was your movie you know like yeah, you yeah, wrote yeah. it you you produced it you mm-hmm. directed it you edited it yeah. So you kind of, you you want to more delegate more tasks out, get Pretty, more people involved, you're saying? That too. And I want to like, not be so like in control of it. Like I want it to kind of. Be yeah, a team effort, a communal yeah, thing. Exactly. And even like narrative wise, like I don't, like I want to um, like not understand, not like, I would not, I don't want to like completely understand it. Like I want to be like more f- like fascinated by it. And like every mm-hmm. time I watch it, like I learn something new about it. Like as I, if I were watching like someone else's movie. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That's what I was kind of going for, for like the next film. Like there's the next film I'm making. Like there's some things in it that I'm like, that kind of like, it's like psych me out. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like that could, that could mean this. That could mean this. That could mean that. So it's like that. And I had like more fun. I feel like I would have more fun, like making shit like that. That like psychs me out more. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about your next film. Uh, yeah. I, Give a, I would say, can you give a brief description of it? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, basically follows this like 18 year old and, um, it tackles like, like his, uh, like it starts off. He's basically going through his like everyday life. 
and then like something really bad happens like grief wise like he loses someone and then he's almost like transported into like another world and it's like completely foreign but it's a it's like I could have tackled it like as a serious like drama like make it like really sad but I almost like automatically I put like humor stuff in it like comedy in it yeah like, like I could I see when you said he goes into a different world like he just goes into this super exaggerated world that's yeah. not really real but it's just like that's how he's impersonating because of the way he's thinking the way he's feeling so exactly. he's perceiving the world totally differently now yeah, yeah. like like all the um, like cliche stuff like mm-hmm. like with like grief like people giving their like condolences and yeah. stuff it's like it's super exaggerated to where yeah. it's like almost comedic exactly so it's like you're seeing like like these serious topics and like serious like uh i don't know like serious commentary yeah, yeah. yeah like a and like a new light which is i'm really excited for it yeah 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 i i really like the idea me and seth have got to read the script already mm-hmm. i think you guys are all gonna love it when it comes out so okay. what's the what's the uh, what's the look of the film oh yeah the look is uh like i when i was writing it at first i, I wanted to be like a really high production <laughs> like super high production like this like lights just great quality and then I started got, like like getting to write it and then like kind of looking for inspiration of uh, the look of it and I was watching these old uh, um, like European films and some like American films but they uh, like in I think it was in the 90s like mid 90s it was called like Dogma, Dogma 95 films it was like a year. It was like a movement in like Europe, where they there's like a set of rules that they shot, and it was like, um, it was like a low like a video camera, and it was like for people who didn't have like the resources, but it was like a video camera, and uh, they're shooting like on location, so they're not like bringing too much stuff like small staff, but it was all like character based, and like I resonated a lot with those films because they they tackle like heavy messages, and like personal um, like complications and stuff. And, uh, like, I, like, resonated more, like, I felt that, I felt more attached to it than, like, some of, like, the big films. Right. And I was like, I want to shoot my film, like, like that, like, in, like, low quality, like, shooting on location and just focus on, um, like, the characters and, like, what they're saying as opposed to, uh, like, intense lighting or, um, like, super high quality like 4k yeah that kind of relates to music a little bit because like there's people in music you know and it's more about the lyrics more about the feeling the raw natural element of the music you know yeah and and then you listen to that like for example like mac miller kendrick lamar you know yeah and like it sounds different it hits you harder you know but like something like like we were saying lucky you know what i mean but it still turns up (laughs) you still turn up it's a good feeling it's a good it's a good vibe yeah. But it's not something that you're like, oh, let me hear these lyrics. Like, let me, like, fucking really understand this and see what he's trying to say. But exactly. it's, like, a diff- it's a different vibe. You yeah. Know? And, I, yeah. They're both good. Like that, like, if songs are more, like, lyric-based, you almost have to, like, come out of your body and really f- just, like, focus on what he's saying mm-hmm. and, like, realize that the beat isn't as important as the lyrics or vice versa. Yeah. So it's, like, if people see this film and they're, like, okay, this looks, like, more, like, lower quality than the other ones that I did. So let, like let's look for something that I could like resonate with, yeah. and it's yeah. like something people are natural. talking. People yeah. are more more people are more willing to kind of try to find something in the film if they're kind of thrown off, rather than just like okay, here's a great looking picture. I'm just yeah. gonna zone in and do my thing. Because yeah. one thing I feel like with the big thing with student films is it's almost the opposite of your technique. It's like 
Mm-hmm. You have super good production value, best lights, shooting on 4K black magic, yeah. shooting on reds, editing looks great, color grade looks good. And then you just at the end of the story, you're like, well, what was the story? And there's uh, like, yeah. it wasn't compelling. I didn't laugh. Yeah. I, like I didn't cry. <laughs> so it's like yeah. it's really it's really hard and it's really tough for young filmmakers to honestly make a film. Yeah. Like there's so much going into it. What you're trying to do is compel like convey this message to like anyone mm-hmm. that watches it without you being able to be there and explain it. Yeah. So it's like, I can see why it's hard, but I feel like there should be more focus on getting the story right than we got to get this producer. We got to get this yeah, cinematographer. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like that's the vibe. Is, we got to get this guy. Yeah. Get this, this guy worked on Titanic. Like, this guy's fire. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly like, and I, like what I'm doing like with this one is almost like a, it's like an experiment and it's like, out of almost anger towards that like people are like uh so focused on like getting this one like little piece of shadow covered and then you hear the dialogue and it's like fucking dumbest (laughs) i'm like what the fuck but it's almost like out of i don't know like like almost childish anger like towards it and uh i'm experimenting experimenting with this and if it's like i did like camera tests i'm like this is what i want like i can't see it being made like a different way so it's like a little bit of like a like a gut feeling but it's also like i fucking hate productions like that where it's just like they're so focused on like not the story and it's like that's the most that's every single film that is like that you see is because the writer uh is trying to like get something off his chest or he's trying to like just focus on like the characters and like what they're saying like literally what they're saying is dragging the story on and it's like that's what i think is like the most important that's what i like draw to more yeah no so. i i think that's really cool and what was it dogma 95 types of films yeah 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 i did you got any recommendations for me Ooh, um there's this one uh called the idiots which is really good i won't tell you anything about it but it's literally like it's insane but then, comedy yeah it's it's fucking hilarious but yeah it just follows like these fucking guys. It's, it's like European films. Okay. So it's like a, it's like an offbeat sense of humor, but there's like another like movement too, like other American movement, like mumblecore movies. Like, oh, mumblecore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like European mumblecore. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Duplass brothers make a lot of them. Like they're like a huge, insp- like production wise, they're probably like my biggest inspiration because they, f- they fell through like the same tropes of, uh, big production and then like like they were just focused on like spending as much money as they can to like dump it into this project and then they would like fall flat and then the one short and it wouldn't get into any festivals or anything or it wouldn't like take off and the one film that they did that like got into festivals and like took them off they made it for like fucking two dollars it's like a guy on a phone he's like talking on a phone and he's, it's like so good yeah and, i think that's going to definitely be the future of cinema because it's like you're having Disney, Marvel, DreamWorks, like all these big production companies are just going, okay, in order to get people to the theaters, we have to go mega blockbuster. We got to go Fast 10 mixed with fucking, you know, The Incredibles yeah, to make yeah, this yeah. crazy cr- crossover. Yeah. And in order to get people in theaters. So I think like all the independent filmmakers are really going to have to like figure out how to make money for, how to make films for super cheap. Yeah. Either put it on YouTube, put it on um some type of film festival yeah in order to like really kind of stay in the game because you can there's no way you can compete like you can't no. write a 200 million dollar movie just 
No. And be like, okay, I'm going to try to sell this. Like, Skin there's only like right five now. of those a year nowadays. I know, it's crazy. And it's like, it's sad that that's like the biggest thing too. Like, those are like, like the numbers that they get from it is insane. I mean, it's like, they look amazing. Like, most of the, like the Marvel and the, uh, like Disney movies, they look fucking incredible. Yeah. But they're, that's like, they go to the uh, theater and it's just like watching all these other movies that are like, like the, not all like the independent movies are like necessarily like better, but they're still like from ambitious filmmakers and they're like not getting seen as much as um, like uh, the bigger like Disney movies. But I think it's changing a lot too with like all, all these um, kind of like, in, not, I don't say call them like independent like production companies, but like, but, like yeah, you're talking about like A24 yeah, and like stuff A24, like that. Yeah, like A24 like Neon yeah. and shit. Like the movies they make are like, they're fucking amazing and they're made for like pretty cheap to yeah. watch them like er, er, everything everywhere all at once is like you would think that's like a huge like disney production movie but it's like literally made for like 20 million there's like actually. i think there was like four guys on sf yeah. like special effects and like they did everything it's crazy so that's like also that's, i love seeing that shit too and that movie just i believe that won the like a ton of oscars yeah this year. so it's like yeah I feel like it's really coming back, like along with uh, like movies are coming back, fucking comedies coming back, yeah. like music. That's weird. Definitely. It's I definitely feel it, Zen. I definitely because I felt like comedy movies have been in the shit. Like though, I don't mm. think. Let me think. Probably been like since two thousand. Yeah, yeah. What, what would be yeah, the last big comedy movie like? Fucking From Tropic Thunder. Grown ups. Grown ups. <laughs> Step Brothers, maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you just haven't had anything for like ten years. I would say maybe I like. Because I feel like the problem with Marvel, I don't want to talk about Marvel too much, but it's like, they can't make one type of movie. They can't be like, okay, this one is going to be horror-based. Like, it's going to be really yeah. like, dark and grunge. Or like, this one's going to be really action-y and upbeat. Yeah. It's like, they have to do everything. Like, they got to fucking, every third line has to be some type of joke to break the tension of this crazy scenario yeah, that's yeah, going to yeah. end the world. You know, it's like, they can't, they have to like, appeal to everyone almost. Like, I know. And it feels like they all have like, the same beats. And it's like, like sometimes the story will be like unpredictable but it's like just like the tone of it is the same like all those movies are like the tones are the same which isn't like bad but it's like also every character is the same in a way where it's like yeah a guy that's like you know a nice good guy but at the same time like he's like smarter than everyone else and like he's like witty so like, you know, yeah, like yeah. iron man fucking uh captain america yeah like everybody gives you that like witty vibe of like blah 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 and it's like oh yeah and it's gonna go on for like a lot more years because they're just like pumping them out but you how many them? more years are, are you predicting on the marvel movie oh fuck because i like, like we used to have marvel movies back then we had the x-men yeah. movies we had the fantastic four movies we had the original spider-mans yeah that's like in a span of 10 years, that's like five franchises. Now there's yeah. like 30 franchises so in like a span of five years. Dude, yeah. Because every fucking movie they drop is like profiting insanely amount. So I don't think I don't think they're like going to stop anytime soon. And like you see like all the movies that are like lined up. But it's like I'm starting to like realize like, like I just think they're like they're for like like younger people now. Like I think it's just because we're getting like older. Yeah. And like like if I was like what like i love like when i was a kid i fucking loved like seeing like endgame that was like the coolest thing ever and like in theaters and stuff but like as i'm getting older it's just like i'm getting kind of sick of yeah. like seeing it like that was like the biggest thing but it, i don't know i still think that like independent movies are they're still like doing good like they're doing better than like they would 
like back then. Back then, yeah, yeah. There's so much more visibility nowadays. Like yeah. social media, it's crazy as well. Like if you are a fire cinematographer or a fire director, and like mm-hmm. your shots look good, and like you have some clips of your story that's like a minute, like that could totally blow up on TikTok. Yeah, and people yeah. are gonna watch your film. I know. Or that could totally blow up on YouTube. Like that's the cool thing about it. I mean, visibility is definitely hard for filmmakers. Just making money with like when you have a film in your hand. Yeah. Like. Just like being like, how can I get money for this? It's yeah, like it's so, so hard. It's, it's so like, fucking hard. It's like the it's it's kind of that what is what keeps people not filmmakers. You know, if yeah. it was, everyone has an iPhone on them. Everyone mm-hmm. could be recording constantly, but like the fact that it's super hard to make money doing it, yeah. and like selling it mm-hmm. is what keeps everyone not doing it, which makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like it might get a little bit harder for you to sell your stuff in the future because people are just be like, why don't you just put that on YouTube? You know what I, I mean? Know, yeah. Which like, it kind of feels like YouTube doesn't feel like the place for films. You know what I mean? That's what I'm doing. Like, I fucking think that all the time. Right? Yeah, it's like, like films are something like, okay, sure. You don't, maybe you don't have to watch every film in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. That's the ideal experience though. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, I feel like films are this other thing, this other piece of art where it's like, YouTube is more entertainment, like throwing on fucking Real Housewives in New Jersey or throwing on Regis and Kelly or yeah, like yeah. Rachel Ray's cooking show. Exactly. So it's like, it's, it's entertainment and we're not taken away from it, but there's no, yeah. there's no art there. There's no like, I know like, like artist. There wasn't no, like there's definitely art in some of the instances, but it's like, there's no human story that needs to be told and needs to like say, yeah. this is more important than everything else. You know what I mean? Which exactly. I feel like most movies, not all of them, but, most movies have a little bit more care and more work than any reality TV show just because of yeah. how hard it is to make. Yeah, like there's still like a lot of magnitude and stuff like that goes into like the short films and stuff, but like, or films in general, but then like you, you'll see them on a, like you recommended, it's like a short film on YouTube and then right under it, it's like fucking Jake Paul like fucking throwing up fucking bowling balls on his face or some views. shit. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think those two like, like, belong like right next to each other also if you really get into the youtube game like everyone's always talking about like the algorithms the formula the reten uh, like media retention it's like you got to people like you got to keep on keeping people engaged yeah where it's like you need them in one mode the entire video like you need them 100 engaged where it's like with movies there's sometimes you want them engaged but there's sometimes you want them feeling this way Mm -hmm. uncomfortable like they want to click away you know what i mean it's like when we're watching bo is afraid yeah yeah there's like this monologue that his mom's giving him while he's in bed and it's like all i wanted to do was turn that movie off oh my god because i was like this is so uncomfortable i can't if it was a youtube video i would have clicked it off right there but yeah when you get to the end of it there's this breath of relief like Oh, I know. And like you identify with the character as like, holy fuck, this guy has to live with that person every yeah, day. It's insane. How exhausting would that be? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it like, it gives you something, which is really cool. Yeah. So I, I wish that there was a place that you could put films and That'll people respected them. make an app where you can make. I'm sure so many people have tried making that app. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, I, even like an app. I don't, I don't know. I feel like, like even short films, like they should be seen like with like, an audience like in a theater or just like like at a festival i think festivals are like i think every the theater needs to have like you know how we have just, open mics yeah, for yeah, comedy, yeah comedians yeah there should be a day bring your film put it on the tv you yeah. know what i mean it's like and you just show up and just watch open films like whatever is yeah. available and oh, if so. no one showed up like they, bucks, they just throw some yeah. stuff on there exactly like there needs to be yeah there needs to be more because pl- the movie theater it's gonna die but it's like I'm like so in denial of that where I don't mm-hmm. want it to die at all. 
Yeah. And I think it could stay around. I know. I just don't want it to end up like Blockbuster. Like everyone's comparing I the movie know. theater to Blockbuster, and it's like, yeah, Blockbuster's gone forever. That's never Dude, coming back. Yeah. That's like terrifying to me. I don't. I don't even like Sam. I'm like in denial of it. Exactly. Yeah. Me like, too. Dude, like streaming, it's like. It's too like it's good. Like I'm, I go. You I get distracted watch. too easily. Yeah, like you sometimes I'll be there. All you can do is watch that. Movie. They literally you tell do. you turn your phone off. You know it's what the I mean? thing. Yeah, and then but when you're like watching movies streaming, dude. Sometimes I'll like sit down and I'll just click through like HBO Max or something, and I won't even fucking watch anything. But I still get that like. I still get satisfied just saying like, oh shit, they put that on there. Oh cool, cool. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, but. I just wish, like, streaming would just, like, sit the fuck down, like, a yeah. little bit. Let, like, let the theaters play their movies. Like, bro, I wanted to see that new, um, what's it called, uh, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. Uh, oh, yeah. Her, like, her new movie. Bro, it was showing at my theater for, like, four days. And then it, like, went on on demand, like, immediately. Like, yeah. it went on, like, streaming. I'm like, fuck, dude. I was, like, I planned a whole day to go see it. And then I was like, we weren't showing it. God, that's like, shit. And it sucks. It's like... Like, at least the movies, at least they're getting into the theaters, which is good. But it's yeah. like, how long is that going to last until they're not making enough profit? And then the studio executives or whatever, they put them right to fucking, uh, like, streaming. And it's like, I know. Because, uh, like, it good. really it has seemed like the movie theater mo- model. Well, you work at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. But it's it seems like the movie theater model, it's, it's a lot of the yeah. concessions that seems like where the money comes from. Yeah. We make more money at concessions than, like, tickets probably. Like, or it's really close. So I can see how, like, just not putting a movie in the movie theater just can, like, completely keep all of the money just for the movie companies rather than, like, distributing yeah. it to the theaters. Because it's like, why give them that that ticket at a low cost mm-hmm. when they're just going to make all this money off of concessions when you could just sell it to them for 20 bucks and yeah. just keep all of it? Like, literally the price of a ticket, like, uh, a movie ticket at my place is, like, the same price as, like, a fucking small popcorn. I also hate these new things where it's like a new movie will just come out and it'll go mm-hmm. straight to streaming and it'll be like rent for $20. Or it's like they yeah. want you to rent it for a one-time use for 20 bucks. Yeah, at your home. And it's like that's like me going to the movie theater. Yeah, like, dude. I'm not now because I'm going to this. <laughs> I'm in my fucking room, bro. But, yeah, so yeah. that that's definitely disheartening too. But, you know, people need to go. A lot of people don't like the movie theaters I always hear, but it's like. Dude, just go there. Find something you watch. If you like comedy, go watch comedy. If you like yeah. like rom-coms, watch that. If you like drama, watch that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like feel the excitement and the room of like all of you guys reacting to the same thing yeah. at the exact same time. It's like, that's so true. Like I remember me and my brother and my two friends, Aaron and Alex, we'd always go to like the t- Tuesdays. You get like the $4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just clutch. Yeah. And we'd watch so many movies in there. Like we watched like Real Steel. We watched Real like, Steel. Dude. We, yeah, we watched like Step Brothers. We watched Hangover. Like yeah. so many cool movies, and we're just laughing. Like we didn't like we didn't understand any of the joke because we were literally like twelve. But, yeah, like, yeah. People started laughing. We started laughing. I know. Like, oh, this is a lot. And then we start actually getting the vibe of like, oh, this is funny, even though we don't understand it that much. Yeah. So, like, seeing everyone react to it makes us realize, okay, this is funny. And that actually helps us realize what's funny. Yeah. Helps us develop more sense of a humor. Helps us be able to identify with each other more. Because when everyone's yeah. just in their separate bubbles, just doing their own thing, we don't have too much to like bond on anymore. I know. And we're so like out of time with it too. It's like you'll see a movie that's streaming and then like you, all you can do like is really, like if you didn't see it with anyone else, you'll just like look on like Twitter and like see what they're saying and like kind of agree with that. But it's like, 
as opposed to going like a movie theater, packed theater, and it's like you just talk about it after. Like yeah, that's one no matter thing. What, you just talk about it. No matter what, if you're just walking to the bathroom, you're walking in the car, you're mm-hmm. gonna say something about the theater. Yeah. You guys are gonna get conversation sparking and like I'm pretty sure that's what every filmmaker wants is somebody like leaving somebody, yeah. and talking about it. Exactly. Like that's what I saw the most with Bo's Afraid, which is like probably why I'm so connected to it. Like I saw it, I saw it first, like at a packed theater and like we would lo- like the, you know, like at the end, like I won't, I won't spoil it or anything. 12. 12. Uh, all right. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll say the story. But, um, yeah, like at the end of Bo's Afraid, like everyone's like was fucking dead quiet. I mean, everyone, like, almost every single person, like, you know, how long those credits were, yeah. Like, they stayed until the end of the credits. And then we'd all walk out. That's a movie where it's like, if you haven't seen Bo and Afraid, go and watch it. Set aside three hours where you can just yeah, go yeah, completely yeah. in mushrooms. it. Don't <laughs> take some don't, mushrooms. Don't, don't take do some mushrooms. Joaquin Phoenix literally said, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when you finish that movie, I guarantee you, you're not going to want to leave your seat for at least a couple of minutes. Because you're right. just like, what the fuck? I know, you're just like, you're like, I don't say it, but... Yeah, we were all walking out, and I was just, like, talking to people about it, and they were, it was, like, like, because we didn't, like, I don't know, we just, like, con- like, everyone in the theater connected with it, even if they didn't like it or anything, or at least they, like, went and saw it in the movie theater and had that communal experience, and then, um, it was just, like, probably one of, like, the best ex- movie theater experiences I, uh, I've had in, like, my life, yeah. but, um, yeah, after everyone was, like, like, you just felt, like, you felt, I don't know, you felt like alone, but you felt like alone, like with everyone else. So it's yeah. like, it was like a whole, it was like a whole thing. But then when I was working at the movie theater and, uh, usually I'll try to like, like if I'm working at the door and people are like walking down, like leaving, I'll try to guess what movie they saw like after. And sometimes it's like really hard, but when we were showing Bo's Afraid, like almost every time they got to the theater, they were like talking about it and like analyzing it and having their own interpretations of it and like laughing over it, how like silly it was at times. And it was, it like brought a smile to my face. Like that's like, I think that's the, like maybe see like that's, I think that's the point of like movies is like to think about it afterwards pretty much. Yeah, I, I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. And that's what sucks about streaming is that, you know, people stream on their phones. Like who are you going to talk to after that? I know it sucks. And it's like, no one gives a fuck about your Twitter post. It's like, no. <laughs> don't post on Twitter. I love the motherfuckers Especially- that think someone gives a fuck. They're <laughs> the dumbest shit, the most honest shit. It's so they're being silly. their true yeah, selves. Yeah. And it's just so Yeah, no one cares cool. about that. That's not a place for you to mm-hmm. put on your ideas. Just go talk to someone about it. Yeah. Well, Zen has to get going. Zen, before yeah. you leave, could I get top three movies for our audience? Oh, for an audience. Well, I'd probably say fucking Bo is Afraid. And then... Oof. what do you mean like for like to what what do yeah, you think like who do you recommend who do you what do you recommend to everyone oh fuck dude oh, i can't think of the time i had probably uh i'll do like genres okay like horror probably bo's afraid and then comedy palm springs is a great comedy movie yeah. with like andy sandberg and like a drama a good drama oh fuck dude i really don't know any dramas yeah, I mean, I know dramas, but not just like oh, that's that's drama. I'd say like Phantom Thread. Is okay. A good movie. Phantom Paul Thread. Paul Thomas Anderson. That's a good drama. Okay, yeah. sweet. Well, sweet. dude, thanks for coming by, bro. We're really happy to have you here. Oh, yeah. Are right, super excited for your next film. We'll definitely shout it out on all the socials when it comes out. Thank you. Um, his newest, his latest film, Park Life, is on YouTube, I believe. Yeah. Uh, go check that out. We might have a link in the description if we get it. What's the YouTube uh, channel? 
I don't even know. It's probably I think like, it's just Zen's I think it's my mom. fucking school email. Oh, okay. Like, I think I posted <laughs> on my school account or some shit. So, yeah. Uh, he really got a lot of stuff in the works. I'm really glad that we were able to have him on. I feel like it was a little too short, so I have yeah, a feeling yeah. I'm going to put him on again. Yeah, yeah. we can so, probably, like, when I come back from work, we probably, like... Yeah, we might, even, we might even see him again today. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So, yeah, we actually did have Zen end up coming back. We just right. got off work. How was work, bro? Busy. Like any other day. Yeah, yeah we were actually just work, talking man. before the pod started. We were just talking about jobs and everything. Yeah. Zen works at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Not a bad job, right? This is probably one of your best jobs that you've had? Dude, yeah, probably up there with my best jobs. That and like surprisingly working at fucking Applebee's as a No surfer. way! Yep, Applebee's. I worked in New York in wow. Brooklyn and not the nicest place. Well, not like the kindest place. Yeah. It was fucking wild. Like every single day was like. So you had to have you had to have a job and you were going to school when you're in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, but I was more honestly. Now that I think about it, I was more focused like on the job because it was more fun. Like because it was like new. You're going around asking people, talking to a bunch of new people. Is it like yeah. tourists at Applebee's in New York, or is it a lot of locals? <laughs> it was like it was like right. You know the Barkley. So there's a there's a stadium called the Barkley Center, like in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. And there's a mall like across the street and then like the Applebee's was like in the mall. So whenever there was like a fucking like a basketball game or like a concert, it would people would go to Applebee's yeah. and spend a lot of money on alcohol and get really drunk. Wow. Was yeah. your lunches good? Like Oh they dude, they were so fire. Really? I mean like What would you order the most? Dude, I would get like wings and shit. Oh, and, like okay. I'd probably get I'd mostly get salads because like it's the only fucking healthy thing at fucking Applebee's. Yeah. But dude How old are you when you worked there? I was like I was, what was I? I was 17 going on to 18. Okay. So I was like 17 years old. Still in high school. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, no, I was in, I was first year college. Okay. I was 17 because wow. I was younger. Like so I'm always you like. You were always yeah. a younger. Yeah, wow. yeah always. Okay. But yeah, it was fun as fuck. And I like lied on my resume because I, I didn't, I was like broke as hell in New York because I spent all my money in Cabo. The day that. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, like before I left to New York, literally the, Three days before, I went to Cabo for a week, and I spent all my money. Did and you go then, with friends or did you go with family? Yeah, I, go, I went with friends. Okay, so, so it we was like, actually fun, fun. Yeah, it was fun as fuck. And then I spent all my money, I'm like, fuck. So I went to New York, broke as hell. And then I got, at first I got a job at a movie theater, but then I got a job uh, at uh, Applebee's. And then like, I was making like good money there because I was a server, I was getting like hell oh, tips. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, and then like, but dealing, it was so fun though, like, because you'd see people like just fighting all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you'd see people like get beat the shit out of. In the streets? No, in, in, the, Applebee's. in Applebee's. Oh, fuck. Cause we Drunk? would serve, yeah, we would yeah. serve them like $5 drinks that are like eight shots. <laughs> like, really? like $5 Long Island iced teas and we expect them to act like civil. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, oh, this is so much fun. Dude. What time did you guys close? Dude, we closed late. We closed at like 12. Like we closed at midnight. So I'd be going home at like 1 a.m. And like, tired as fuck. But like, getting home at one or going home. Getting like probably getting home at one because okay. I had to take the wow, train. That still sucks. You took yeah. the train. Yeah, I just took. That's I, it. I took dude. the subway and it was like. You seen the new Spider Man? Yeah, I did. Did you like it? I liked it, yeah. and it was like I feel like one thing I do liked about them probably the most was like its depiction of New York because it was like yeah, pretty on spot. Yeah, and like I love how every single universe has its own little color pattern. You know, yeah, its own yeah, little yeah. style. Exactly. Little, like you know a, I mean? every like. Yeah, yeah like every single and the characters different. too. Like yeah, they all yeah. look different. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Gwen, that punk Gwen's, dude. Yeah, they all look. Like different. I think Gwen's is like a watercolor. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like 
uh, Miles is like more. I, don't, I mean, it's its own little animation style, you know. Exactly, yeah. but yeah, the way they did New York was like so sick. Yeah, so it's crazy. Correct me. So you grew up in California your entire life, and then yeah. So where was the first place you grew up? Like in Cali. Um, Saugus. This place called Saugus. It's like, it's like in, uh, like near Magic Mountain. There's okay, like a. Okay. There's like so in that area in Valencia. No, it's Santa Clarita. There's like Saugus, West Ranch. There's, uh, Valencia, and then there's Castaic. And some other place, but it's like a, they're all like within like 10 miles of each other. Gotcha. And uh, I grew up in Saugus at first and then moved to Valencia and then was there like my whole life. So what's it like in Valencia? Me and Sam are from the Central Valley. So it's like, it's oh, ass there. It's literally just hot it as is hell. Ni- it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's like, it gets hot. Wait, so where, where do you, where do you guys grow up? Like, so it's called, it's all like Fresno area, Central Valley. It's kind of near Yosemite. You got to like drive. Oh, through Yosemite. it to go to Yosemite or if you ever are driving to Sacramento oh so you guys are like through. north as fuck like yeah. you guys are way yeah. north yeah we're oh, like four hours north damn four hours north and then straight in the middle oh, okay, okay so no beach nothing dude. so how, how far from like like Bay Area Bay Area like it'd probably be another three and a half hours no, okay it's like three hours three hours yeah. yeah like the closest beach is either Santa Cruz Boardwalk mm-hmm. or Pismo Beach yeah and those are both two hours away so Okay. What was the population like there? Dude, there's literally like 500,000 people in Fresno alone. So there's like, there's oh, a good like at yeah. least maybe 1.5 million in the whole but area. Probably, there's probably 40% of them are crackheads. Oh, <laughs> or, or it was, it was a crackhead spot? Fresno also called the meth capital. Oh yeah, my Fresno God. Fresno is the meth capital of the world. Also the, one of the highest rates of teen pregnancy as well, which sucks. But Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like the Everyone armpit slums. of California. Dude. Like when I when I California told everyone slums. that I was from Fresno, they wouldn't even like consider that California. They're like, oh yeah, that's like everyone's all, all, was always talking about like, like Bay Area, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. NorCal, and everyone's like, no, SoCal. It's like, like the Florida like, of fucking. Is it like it's like the Florida of California, basically? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's Damn. pretty bad. But yeah, like I I feel like we had like how much people? We had probably like two hundred thousand okay. people in, in the population so it was like uh, is it a lot of where? suburbs or is it like yeah every time it's I'm like not, suburbs imagine. it's literally suburbs like i lived in the suburbs like and you're pretty later. close to la i'm guessing right yeah pretty close to la i didn't go down a lot but like me and my friends would go probably like we only went like five or six times like we didn't go like too much but it was like pretty like normal like i just like go outside walk around yeah. fucking play. like I, i'm probably in like elementary school all i did was literally just like fuck around with my friends like outside, outside like skating and shit nice. and then like seventh grade eighth grade fucking 20, 2016 was like pokemon go and shit and all oh, that wow. shit you just yeah. i don't really know it's so like i feel like it's not like too special like it's right. not like a very special place but it was like it's a good place to like raise a family nice like it's a nice place to raise a family but where is this again Come it's like Ma- if you get a Magic Mountain, Seth, you've, you've probably been there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Magic Mountain. It's like literally 40 minutes north of uh, like LA. Okay. So it's like, it's up there, but it's like pretty much a desert. Is, yeah, um, it's, it, yeah, that's what I thought of. It's like, it's really dry. Yeah, it's, it's like super really dry. Not that much greens. No, not a lot of greens. So Only you're chilling in, like in the house a lot with the AC on, blasting, yeah, vibing. Playing video games. Those are my fucking room fine most of the time. Nice, dude. So it's probably it's similar insane. to like... Like you guys probably did the same thing, like skate with your friends and then like play video games with them. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't any like we didn't have any like crazy like 
like a distinctive like activity to do. Yeah. But no, um, that's still vibe though. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's still like that's still like yeah. a good yeah experience in California. Yeah. yeah. But like what about what was like Fresno like? Was it Well, so we actually had like a unique experience because like we kind of live in the country mm-hmm. area, but not in the country. Like we lived in a neighborhood that was kind of in the country. Okay. So um it was called Wildwood Neighborhood. It's connected to this horse ranch called mm-hmm. like Old English Horse Ranch, which was like massive horse ranch like at one point there was like 700 horses there yeah and it's like and just happened that like our best friends growing up owned that horse ranch so like we would just go there every day okay that's just like fucking walk around like go to the creek go to the river just like we did a lot of things where we like like called we just like take like tubes yeah like floaties and like float down like the creek with them oh shit dude so like we had like a really fun childhood we were always outside exploring yeah just like same things are like playing basketball like yeah, throwing yeah, football yeah. around like skating yeah that's fire but yeah we like we had a very like outdoorsy childhood which was really sick that's dope as fuck yeah my dad would literally like in the summer especially just like once like 10 a.m hit we both were up he's just like Throws us outside, knocks the door. Yeah. Like, just you guys be back by there? fucking yeah, sundown. So it was always chill because we just go to our friend's house who lived in the neighborhood and hang out. But yeah. So yeah, we had actually a really nice childhood too. Like even That's though dope. it was like in a shitty area, like yeah, the small groups that we had, like it was still a nice community. You know, to That's be a dope. Part of. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of similar to like uh, Valencia. Like there's another spot in it called Newhall, and it was like Newhall Ranch. Like they shot. I think they shot a. Once upon a time in Hollywood, there or something oh, like that. that like, so the, they have like, like it's like a old fashioned like kind of Hollywood thing, like where they shot like the old, like the black and white western parts of the movie. I think it was shot in Newhall, but yeah, my friend knew someone with a ranch too, and he would like his brother works there now, but um, he would go there and like, like ride the horses and shit and feed him hay, like ranch things. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I would go to like farms and stuff. Like, I remember going to some farms, like, uh, as a kid, because we were friends with this one family, and uh, I remember borrowing a cat. We borrowed a cat for them for, like, a week. It was, like, the only pet we ever had, besides the fucking snake. But, uh, like, they... You guys had a snake? Yeah, we have a snake. You still have it? I still... It's yours? Yeah. Me and my brother... Well, I, I remember... I don't remember, but my dad told me as a kid that I was, like... I just went up to him one day. I was, like, we got to get, like, a pet snake. Like, we have to. And I was, like, super, like... I needed it (laughs) and then he got it and it was like a super small one like when I was a kid now it's like fucking giant it's like a giant snake how thick is it it's thick as fuck dude it could like (laughs) it could probably eat a fucking could it eat the cats probably eat a child oh Oh, yeah (laughs) but it won't because she's so you guys feed it baby mice little frozen baby mice yeah yeah like dead mice and shit yeah my dad is like so out of pocket with it though he will like because it's frozen he thaws it out bro I like oh shit I like wake up in the morning and like cook breakfast, and I just see like dead right dead mice like in a bag like uh, next to the window. I'm like, bro, I'm about to fucking eat, dude. Get that shit out of here. Yeah, I remember that too. My friend Wyatt, yeah, the guy that owned the horse ranch. We go to his house. He had pet snakes. He'd literally get the freaking frozen mice out of the freezer, mm-hmm. stick it in a cup that they drank yep. out of oh put freaking water in it stuck it in the microwave let the freaking <laughs> water get hot so it thaws it out takes it out drops out the water throws it in the sink fucking uh put gives the mice to snake and i'm like dude that's disgusting you can't stick that in your cup dude imagine being like the ghost of that snake i'm the ghost no the ghost of that mouse yeah and like seeing your fucking dead body go through that shit <laughs> some like random dude just microwaving you <laughs> 
feeding you to a fucking fucking jackass. Oh my fucking god. That's hilarious. Yeah, because I feel like most snakes need to eat the mice. He had also a bearded dragon. Oh, yeah. He would feed that one live crickets, which is. Yeah, yeah, they get like like, little ones. It's more hunting for them, which is more natural. But when I was a kid, um, we would feed it live mice. Like, this was before, like, Peko had a lawsuit because some kid got (laughs) bit. Some kid got bit by a live rat that they got from Petco and fucking died. Oh, no! He died. He died, but then the, the, but it was from this like super rare disease, like one in a million. Damn. And then the family sued Petco and now they couldn't sell live, live. rat, live rats anymore or live mice. And uh, it sucked because I wanted, wow, I like, people, even Jeremy has a rat. What is what happens? My buddy Jeremy, he, he owns rats. He no, owns rats? This is oh, the, they had, the mice had. that they were selling to eat. Yeah, these I think so. I'm. I don't know if it was. I think it was just Petco, but like I, I feel like you can get it from like other places. But I remember, uh, like it, at the time, it was hard to find like live rats, and I, I was so pissed off because I loved like at my dad's house. <laughs> I loved seeing him like drop the rat in, and I just like watch like as a little kid, like fascinated. And then the snake would come, like the rat would be like like walking around, like completely <laughs> clueless, yeah. and like because the snake is like blended in. It'll like walk on the snake and then it'll be like, wow. And then the snake would just like, just eat the fuck out of him. Oh yeah. That's I would, as a kid, I was like, this so is so sick. Cause sick. then the snake like just has a rat and you could just see it there. And yeah. It's just like slowly just decomposes it with its like yep. belly. And I loved it as a kid. And then the lawsuit happened and we couldn't get live mice. <sighs> what a shame, dude. Yeah, what the fuck is this country coming to? <laughs> dude, it was like so graphic too. Like it, it was like, it was crazy. You'd see like the rats, like fucking eyes pop out and stuff. Oof. Yeah. So and when about, have you seen it? What's up? When have you seen it? What do you mean? Like, like you've done it yourself? No, like that was well, sometimes I would when I was a kid. Sometimes my dad would let me drop the rat in the cage. But it's a dead rat, right? No, no it would be alive. This time oh. it was back in the day before yeah. the lawsuit. It was real rats. It were real rats, but then the lawsuit happened, and we so couldn't get just frozen a, ones. There's just alive rats, and where would you keep these alive rats? You would like you would buy them the day that you're gonna feed the snake. Okay. So then you'd feed the snake like the second you get home. Okay. Like it would be like a thing that me and my my, my dad and my brother would do. We'd like. We're like, oh, we're gonna pick up like snakes. Snakes, it's like eating hours. Yeah, snake. you guys had. A, I like that you no dogs, no cats, but you just had a pet snake. Yeah, we're just feeding it live rats. Yeah, That's I gotta sick. get it. I gotta get a dog though, or like a cat or something. You're you're a, a pet like friendly guy. Like you like yeah, pets. Yeah, I fucking love pets. Like, do these cats like yeah, you have the little kittens? Yeah. Do they're the cutest things ever? Yeah, cats yeah. are really chill because they don't like you. Can just leave them at home all day. Yeah, you don't, and have, to do don't have to feel bad. Yeah, but. They also just don't listen for shit. Like, oh, yeah. A dog will actually listen to you and like, yeah. like, do stuff. But like cats, like you have no control over that person. Nope. Yeah, yeah. If you get a dog, like you can call his name and it'll turn around. Yeah. yeah. But a cat will just like. I mean, a cat's I like, that's not older, my name. They kind of would recognize their names. Yeah. But yeah, because I've seen a video. I, I looked up a video about it and they said that they, they do like, recognize names. They're like late bloomers. They're like dumb as fuck. Well, they're not dumb as fuck. They just do not give a fuck. They don't give a fuck? Yeah. Okay, okay. That makes sense. And they're also like easily distracted. So yeah, like yeah. if they're focused on something, you go and put something in their head, they immediately forgot what the hell Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, a lot yeah. Of dogs in the moment. Too, they literally just live in the moment. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what So I like. what do you think was like, so in the Central Valley, since it was so hot and there was nothing to do, we'd always go to the movies. Was yeah. that like a similar thing for you? Yeah, always going to the movies. So Every, what were like, some of like the memorable like movies that you watched as a kid that you're like, holy shit, this is great? Um, I'm trying to think. I'd mostly go with my dad. Um, 
Yeah, but he'd take me to see like, like the movies we'd see in theaters. They usually weren't that good. Like, <laughs> did you see Batman and the Dark Knight in theaters? I don't remember. I want to say I did, but I can I couldn't remember. But I remember seeing it with my dad, like when it was on, like uh, like we'd watch it on his like laptop, or, like all okay. together, like on the couch, because yeah. yeah. he, I mean, he had a laptop and he connected to like a TV, and then we'd watch it. But um, I remember seeing. We'd see like stupid movies. Like we'd go to South Central in LA uh, to see movies because the theaters there were cheap as fuck. Oh really? Cool. Yeah, they were, it was literally like five dollars for a ticket. Oh wow, oh, that's so And then cool. we'd go there and we'd see like, I don't know, just like Adam Sandler movies and like fucking just like silly like black comedies and stuff yeah. like that, like like <laughs> horror movies. But black horror movies. Like, have you you know like Marlon Wayans? You know like the haunted house movies. Oh yeah, yeah those yeah, movies are funny. those movies are so stupid. <laughs> They're so funny. That's all. That's the yeah. like most of the stuff that we watch like in theaters. Yeah. But then we we'd see like the main like like big movies like um I can't really remember too much. But in the game obviously. What's up? In game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like that's like too late. I'm thinking like like really like early, but. I do remember my dad basically like showing me like all the horror movies like he had on like DVD. And, so like, you, you were exposed to horror at a young age? Very young you age. Scared? I was fucking terrified. I would. At so night. yeah, I would that like my yeah, dad. My little brother, we introduced him way too young. Oh, He's yeah? like 12 and like we showed him his first one like when he was like eight. He always tells us, he's like, yeah, I remember when I first watched Sinister, like you guys fucked me up for a lot of I still see shit. Oh, shit. I'm like, yo, so sorry, Joaquin. But the main movies that, I know three movies that my dad showed me that completely destroyed me. No, they were so, they were so inappropriate for me. I was like, probably same. I was probably like. So what's happening during the inappropriate times? Like what's your dad doing? Dude, he's literally like sitting down. He's like laughing. <laughs> he's literally like, yo, watch this fucking part. And I'm like, this is disgusting. But This is my favorite part. Yeah, it's like some chick getting her fucking head chopped off. But uh, the three main movies were like, one was The Shining. Okay, wow. And then a lot of Kubrick. It was like The Shining and then Full Metal Jacket destroyed me. Holy shit, And then um, Exorcist destroyed me as well. Damn, yeah. And he showed me, this is what he did. So... He showed me so one week he showed me The Shining and I threw up because I was so sickened by it. I was sickened. I was like, this is so like I figured out like what scares me. And it was like it was like the shit that I can't like I remember so like vividly. Like you guys remember the shining? Like, you know the scene where the the guy in the bear costume? Do you remember that scene? It's like a guy in a bear costume, he's like blowing this dude. He's like What? Yeah. And this is a a ghost. These are ghosts. Yeah, the ghosts. And I was like, I saw that and I just got so like, I was like, this is so like, I can't even process what I'm seeing. Yeah. And I got so sick. I got sick for like a couple of days. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was like throwing up. Wow. And I, Cause you I just kept say, on thinking about it. Yeah. And it was and like, did you ask your nauseous. dad like, what was that? Like, what was going I don't on? Rem- I couldn't remember what he said, but it, I remember it like having a huge effect on me. He's like, I know it's funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so, dude, it's so scary. It's like a two and a half hour long movie of like just the most depressing the most things. Random yeah. and the, yeah, sad, terrible it's, things. Yeah, it's terrifying. Like the and blood coming terribly. out of the elevator and stuff. Yeah. But then, yeah, then he showed me Full Metal Jacket and like the beginning scene where they're like torturing that guy, like the, the bigger guy. It like, it was like sickening. I was like, I got sick again, like watching yeah. it. And like, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't you feel like, a lot for movies. Yeah, as a, I mean, as a kid, I'm like so I don't really can't grasp like anything about them. It's just like these like 
visual things that I'm seeing. Yeah. And it's like you're really, you're really not supposed to see away. them. Like out <laughs> no, in nature, you don't see these things because no. they're like, not if, real. Because you yeah. ever watched that shit, you would never know. Okay, I'm scared of the dark. You're exactly. Because I remember being a kid. And I haven't even seen ghosts in the dark when I was a kid, and I just wasn't scared. Because I never knew anything about something like a scary ghost. I yeah, never knew what that was. Exactly. It just like it implants and it sticks with you for like a really long time. Wow. But like Full Metal Jacket, like, because they're like torturing this guy to a point where he like offs himself. And I, I never saw that before, like someone like killing themselves. Like, and it was like realistic, and it just made me sick. And then I never watched it until like last year. And then I was like, this is a great movie. Yeah, but and then the last one was because you're an adult and you realize what it is. It's not real. Yeah, it's, it's not supposed real. to be exaggerating how terrible war is. Yeah, and how like terrible a, the things we do. Mm-hmm. But it's like as a kid, you just think that's something that's just going on out there. I know. I didn't know like it was made like oh this is like made in like the 1970s. It was like this was like a Period time piece. like yeah, and it was like tackling all these topics. I was like I was just watching the characters talk to each other and trying to figure out. Like who's me? Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? And, and it's like no bad guy. No, no it's like they, they're turning on each other. They're killing so all these which people. Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's ter- it's even today it's like a terrifying. I still think it's terrifying. But then you showed me The Exorcist, which is always great to show a child. Yeah. And like yeah. that destroyed me. It was really gross. I didn't like it sick. I hated it. the scene where she was just stabbing her. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I never understood that scene as a kid. Like I would, I didn't even know like what private parts I would were. Never, I couldn't. I would. It was terrible. I can't even watch that. How old were you? Like, really young. Like I think eight, that was one of the first nine. ones. Like he should probably like yeah like seven or okay. around there. Yeah, that one's that one I won't even watch today because I just yeah. like it's like so much great practical effects in it, so it looks mm-hmm. so too real for me. Yeah. And the acting's like it's like overacting in a way, or it's like yeah, scary. it's terrifying. And it's just like. Ah oh, man, it just like it looks so good. How yes. terrible it looks with Dude. the blood, the throw up, just everything about it. Ugh, it's so disgusting. I just it's like one of those it's horrors. I just can't. Disgusting. I don't like it. And dude, imagine being like, like raised in like the '60s and like you've seen nothing like that. No. Or when it come out like 1980 or like being raised in like the '70s or something. Yeah. You've seen nothing like that, and you go to the movie theater, and you see that. Like, what do you even like do? Like, yeah. what do you? How do you not like? Like, just, like, disintegrate after watching the movie. I wonder, like, do you think that overall movies have, like, doing, like, exposing people to, like, those types of content, those types of, like, graphic images of, like, just, like, would, like, completely just shaped our culture in a way, you would say? Like, shape, like, what part of our culture? Like, just, I would say, kind of shape more of, like, the cynicism in in society, just, like, seeing more bad things. I feel like back in the day, a lot of the movies were more heartfelt, like, more good. Because even today, if you go to, like, I mean, Korea used to be it, but it's not. But like, if you go to like Mexico and you watch like Mexican soap operas, mm-hmm. or if you go to like um, Asia and watch like what they're watching on TV, it's like a lot of the time their TV is all happy and good because their yeah. life sucks. So it's like they want to see oh. good stuff. You know what I mean? Oh shit! And but because- like here in America, like a lot of our lives are good, so we yeah. want to see a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. So I feel like I wonder like what the effective like on the type of movies that you show like your population like yeah. if that's gonna like would change their psyche in any way. Dude, that's a good point because it's like you think of the movies like that were made in like the Great Depression and stuff. They're like musicals and shit. Yeah. And they're like or not even not even that far exactly, back. But yeah. like 40s, you just think of like the black and white romances and like mostly, yeah, like American films they are all like happy and stuff because they were like. And a lot so of the art films, the darker stories, 
all come from Europe, which yeah. was, you know, that's where all the wealth is. That's where yeah, all the yeah, wealth yeah. was. So it's Dude, like, that's wild. It does make sense because you, I guess it's a lot like back in the day, all the philosophers, even like Shakespeare, it's like, uh-huh. if you could get to a point where you're like rich enough to just be able to sit around and just talk about shit or just paint yeah. or just write plays, like you probably already have a good life. So now yeah, you can yeah. kind of like, all your basic needs are taken care of. You could just focus on making this really 16 chapel look really nice or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. But yeah, I think it's, I think that's really interesting that you watched all those at such a young age, like, Mm -hmm. and you're not even the, so it's just something that your dad was like, yo, boys get together. Cause I know you have an older brother. So like, let's just watch this. And you were just the young one. Yeah, I was the younger one. I like, you were kind of getting exposed to everything your brother was getting exposed to. Yeah. yeah. You're just way young. You were just like three years younger. I don't know. I don't like, I don't know if he was showing it mostly for, I think he was just showing it to the both of us. Like he didn't like, like uh, just show it to my brother. And I was just like around the corner, like looking at it. <laughs> like he would show it to both of us. Right. Cause he, was, he my brother's only two years older. So he was still like yeah. young as fuck saying that stuff. But um, yeah, he just, he's still like, we will still watch like horror movies together and we will still get like psyched out. But yeah, he was. Sh- did you show him hereditary? I did. Dude. Yes, I did. I showed him. Well, I didn't show him it cause I haven't seen it. I didn't see it yet. Okay. Well, back in like i saw it in like 2019 and i was dying to see it because i was like i don't know i'm so like drawn to this like the trailer and stuff is so like intriguing and uh we watched it together and like we didn't say a word like throughout the entire movie like and then at the end like my dad is just like what the fuck this is like fucked up and i was like (laughs) that is like basically fucking payback (laughs) it's basically payback but i was like i was still so like shocked by it and then, like, I don't remember being, like, that shocked by a movie, like, until, like, since I was, like, a kid. Like, being that, like, like disgusted yeah. and just, like, I don't know. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah Ari Aster definitely has a way with how he shows horror. Like, yeah. he can really terrify you, show you things that you didn't even know you were scared of. I know. You and know there's, like, there's, like, you watch Hereditary. There's not a single funny thing in that movie. There's nothing funny. I don't Everybody, think. Yeah, there's nothing funny. Everything's like serious. Scene. But it's it's, not the it's like the most depressing party scene ever. Yeah, because yeah, like, like you, you, you the like the audience, you know, like oh fuck, why is he like chopping up all these fucking nuts? Like, I know. it's like. It's I don't want to so spoil it for anyone, but if anyone hasn't seen Hereditary, you guys got to check that out. Yeah, it's probably the best horror movie of the last like twenty years to be yeah. a thousand percent real. Hundred um, percent. But yeah, definitely check that out. Really dark, mm-hmm. um, but it's really good. It's really like fascinating and scary. Yeah, and like. I'd say, like, yeah, for my dad, like, when he was, like, showing me all those movies, like, I was, like, really sickened by them, but at the same time, I was, like, so drawn to them, because I couldn't stop thinking about him, and, like, like, he'll still show me, like, the good movies, like, Batman and stuff, like, yeah. we we're obsessed with, like, Dark Knight and stuff like that, and all those movies, but, um, like, those are the ones that, like, really stuck with me from, like, my childhood, like, I can't, re- like, when we were talking about, like, what movies we saw in the theater... Like, I couldn't remember too many, like, of them. But the ones that I have, like, really, like, vivid, like, in my memory is definitely, like, the horror movies that my dad showed me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that probably was, like, one of the first times you were realizing, like, wow, fucking, this movie is, like, making me feel something. Like, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. actually, like, oh, growing up. I'm scared. Like, you I know. know. How it naturally scares you. Yeah. So that, yeah. I wonder... I'm sure that has had an influence on your life. Like, yeah, so it's just like just being that so. person that yeah. was exposed to that. That's mm. really crazy. I, now I think about my brother Joaquin because, like, yeah, we just we just watch all like we're like 15, nah, 16 year old kids. 
Mm. He wasn't 10 seconds. This wasn't two years ago. This was like five years ago. But uh, yeah, I shouldn't have shown him that. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, Joaquin, but hey, Zen's a good guy. So hey, just end up like him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You end up like <laughs> yeah. me. But what about you? Did you like as a kid? Like what movies do you like vividly remember? Like, like the most? Our grandmas took us to the movies a lot. So like, yeah, like Transformers. My, so like Transformers. Oh, Night at the, the Museum, I remember just being an absolute banger. Yeah. Uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, Caribbean mm-hmm. movies. Um, my Uncle Josh took Shrek. us to all the Fast and the Furious movies. So oh, like, my God. Those dude, were legit. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I feel like, and then we eventually got into, like, more of the, like, the funny, like, Will Ferrell era movies. Like yeah, yeah. Kicking and Screaming mm-hmm. and, like, stuff like that. Elf. Like, Anchorman Elf. and shit. Elf was, like, a... Oh yeah, favorite of ours. Yeah, that was definitely like every Christmas. Yeah, we would watch that. Yeah, but we would see an ungodly amount of movies. Like literally, like at least like two to three times a month. I would say, seeing like Finding Nemo, seeing the new Pixar. Yeah, Wally. Like everything was sick. Yeah, exactly. I remember seeing. I remember seeing Wally in theaters. I remember seeing Transformers too. I don't. I actually don't. I remember seeing it in theaters, but. My dad told me, so we saw it at the, you know, the Hollywood Bowl, like that bowl thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we saw, like, the premiere of it. And my dad said that, like, Sheila Buff was, like, sitting, like, right beside us, <laughs> like, when we were watching. I wish I remembered. But he said, like, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he was, like, sitting right there. And, like, we were, like, talking to him. But I don't fucking remember. Damn. I'm like, I just want to, like, fucking dig in my brain and, like, take out the memory. They're the hypnotist. Oh, yeah, dude. Pull that back out. Holy shit. Yeah. But I remember I was so obsessed with Transformers too as a kid. Oh, dude. Me and my brother, we were just telling everyone, yo, my uncle's in Transformers. Because like <laughs> we had a cousin, like our yeah. uncle's cousin does stunts in Hollywood. So yeah. he does like a lot of like the stunt stuff. And like in the first movie, he was in a stunt where like Optimus Prime and Megatron are fighting on the freeway. And like yeah. Megatron like picks up this entire bus and like throws it and it like goes do 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 mm. but because it's a Michael Bay movie like that was actually a real bus with someone in it they were just what the so that I guess, was someone in it yeah like a dummy yeah like a dummy but like our, <laughs> our cousin would do the driving and stuff for that okay okay but we were just like 10 year old kids so we were just telling him yeah my uncle's in Transformers like oh yeah. what's he like where's he at he's like oh yeah he's in the he's an octopus yeah. oh yeah he's <laughs> on he does, he does the stunts for Octopus yeah yeah he's, he's operating like that <laughs> Yeah, he's operated Optimus Prime like the real robot. <laughs> but the kids like, no way! Oh my god! So yeah, that was a good. I was like, that was a fun fact. I was telling everyone up until like college, and so I realized like, yeah, none of this is true. Yeah, it's like you just go like, wait, someone you like tell someone in college like that's not fucking true. Dude. I just convinced myself. Yeah. I said it so many times as a ten year old. Yeah, so good. Transformers was definitely a legendary movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot of good movies back then, but I. I feel like there that was kind of the era of like comedy was really big. Yeah, yeah. Um, big action movies were huge. Mm-hmm. And like, I would say horror was already on low. Like, I don't remember a massive yeah, amount of horror activity. movies. Yeah, I'm, I remember seeing Paranormal Activity, but that's like pretty much and it. And like the Conjuring series came out and stuff. But yeah, like, yeah. But that was like a little late too. Yeah. But, but what do you think like you're, because you're like, so did you like start getting into film? at sbcc or were you like already i would say at ucsb I, taking classes no i was not taking any classes in film at ucsb mm. i did take a couple of classes in film just to, just because it happened to like be like ge's and stuff like that yeah and i did have a latin american class which i took a um latin american film yeah, yeah. it's like motorcycles a uh, diaries on a motorcycle which is like 
phenomenal film about Che Guevara. And I, I got to see like a movie. bunch of like crazy dope like Latin American films. So yeah. then I was like, oh wow, this is su- this is like super sick. Yeah. Um, but then I ended up just uh, taking the classes at SBCC that really got me into film. And like, yeah. that completely blew my mind. Because like when you go to production one, you realize how much shit goes into a film. And I, I just, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a camera and I'd be make stuff with my camera, but yeah. like you got the lights, you got the audio equipment, you got the, you got the like stabilizers, you got mm. all these different marks. You yeah, got, yeah. Like everything has to be done in a certain way. So like it was a complete mind blow, like going to SBCC and like seeing all that, like, wow, I'm actually learning some crazy shit right now. Yeah. yeah. What so, do you think? Like, cause you've always like been in the film. Like, what do you think your favorite, like, or like the biggest film that like influenced you like today? Like, what do you think? Dang. I would say, like, J.J. Abrams is, like, a huge influence of mine. Yeah. Like, I like his early stuff, like, um, Cloverfield. Yeah. Um, I like Lost when it, when it was out. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did a good job with uh, Star Trek. Yeah. But, um... Did you do Super 8? Did you do that movie? That... I thought that was... Yeah, he did do Super 8. Super yeah. 8? He did Super that 8. That awesome. That one was a sick movie. Yeah. Uh, so, I definitely like him... I would say Nolan has always been like a huge inspiration. Like saw yeah. all the Dark Knight movies, oh my Memento. God. Yeah. Uh, what's the one with the magicians? Where it's oh, Hugh the Jackman? Prestige, dude. Prestige that movie, fire. fucking, just, that movie was insane. I remember watching that movie as a kid. Had no idea what was going on, and then like, watching <laughs> as a adult, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like some movies you watch as a kid, you just have like, like, some like images of it, and you try to piece it together, and you have like no idea. But then you watch it later, and then it like. It's such a great feeling. Like it literally all comes together. Yeah. It's one of like the best feelings. It's like yeah. when you when you're familiar with a film that you saw like as a kid, but you don't remember anything, yeah. and then you watch it That's again. That's such later. a good feeling. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and then also just like I always was like a huge comedy fan. So like, mm-hmm. I would say like Will Ferrell. I always loved all of his movies, like Kicking and Screaming. Yeah. Jack Black, like Nacho oh Libre is probably like oh, my yeah, favorite Nacho movie. Libre. I would like if yes. I would give like a joke favorite that's actually legit favorite. It would be like Nacho Libre. Like Nacho Libre. It actually dude. looks beautiful too if you watch yes, it. Like, the dude. cinematography is beautiful. It's good. And it's good writing. It's funny. It's yeah. just like I, I really like that movie. Yeah. Um, Jack Black is like the most lovable actor. He definitely is. Ever. So, yeah. 100%. Like Completely. School of Rock, dude. Oh, yeah. School of Rock, dude. Like, I thought I could be a rock star after watching that. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll just get a band. Like, I remember <laughs> me and my brother had a band because like, what? we were really little. We like had the keyboard set and we're like, yeah. okay, like, we literally made my mom make us like flyers and shit for our band. And we. What were you guys called? We would, I don't even remember what we were called. I really wish I remembered. Yeah. But I would call my friends and be like, Hey, do you want to be in my band? And they're like, Yeah, all right, come over for band practice. Yeah. And we'd, once we were all at my, we were all at my grandma's house. We yeah. all showed up, and we just realized none of us could play any instruments. Oh my god! So like, we we're just messing around with the piano. So yeah, that dream kind of fell short because Damn. none of us ended up learning. <laughs> But uh, it was, well, like, oh, but we had the we had the flyers, we had the logo, we had yeah. the name, we had everyone picked out. That. That's so funny. But you do play music, Zen. Yeah, I do. I legitly. do. Legitly, when did that start? Um, it was like, uh, senior year of high school. Like, I had like no money, and then my aunt. Play, no, like, you play fucking guitar on the. Oh yeah, I'm playing like fucking. I'm playing with like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. You're so right. I played um, Guitar Hero like a lot. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that literally just brought up this like fucking story back. But I played Guitar Hero a lot, like on my keyboard, because I had an emulator for it, and I, I didn't have like the actual guitar. I was playing my keyboard. I'm like, dude, this is so fucking fun. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like spending too much hours on it. 
and I didn't want <laughs> and then it was a senior year of high school and then my it was either my grandma or my aunt gave me like a hundred dollars for like a gift card and I'm like dude fuck yeah I'm just buy a guitar with this shit really? I bought like the worst guitar <laughs> the cheapest guitar like of all time and I would like learn it a little bit but then I got like kind of lazy and then I got back into it like a year like I, I played it for like a week and then like I'm like I can't fucking do this and then I dropped it for like a year and then um i went back to it uh or probably not a year but like towards the end of senior year of high school and my friend played guitar and he's still amazing at it and um so he would like he's like dude you gotta like keep playing so i kept playing kept playing and um he went over to my house once i threw this party at my house and he was like playing the guitar I'm like, dude, so what do you think? Is this guitar good? And he's like, dude, this is the worst fucking piece of <laughs> fucking equipment I've ever held in my life. And I'm like, shit, dude. But I didn't have any, I still like, didn't have money for like a good guitar. But then I moved to New York and then uh, I threw the guitar away because I didn't have room for it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I just like got money for it working at Applebee's and then mm. bought it like a good guitar and I started like playing it a lot. And then like that pretty much like, and I learned how to like record and stuff on like GarageBand. Okay. Like I started using GarageBand just like for fun, and like trying to like record stuff. So and you then, make your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can, I like can like I just like do it for fun, so I just like get better at it. But um, and then I'm I got a like new guitar, newer guitar, and then a, I got a synthesizer. I'm like trying to learn how to fucking. I'm still super like dog shit, but like trying to learn how to play the keys, yeah. and like just like messing around in GarageBand. Cause once I started like recording stuff in GarageBand, like I couldn't stop. Like I would like, like when I wouldn't be recording on GarageBand, I would get like fucking withdrawals. I'd be like, oh fuck off. Oh, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then that kind of like meshed well with like movies and I can like, okay, I can like make music for, cause I don't have to pay people to like make music yeah. for um, like the short films I make. And then, yeah, that kind of like went together pretty well. And no, it's so fun, dude. It's yeah, like so much this fun. guy just random. We were at our friend Safe's house. Safe like lives in a very musical house. Like he has a ton. Oh of, yeah, those band. Tons of people in the house are band band members. So they just have guitars everywhere. This guy just picks up the guitar, connects to the amp, and just starts like riffing. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck was that? That was literally like two weeks ago. Oh really? Like, maybe it was like more of a month ago. Oh, it was that. It was during his film. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you were just like that. playing some Weezer songs. Yeah, it was. It was just, like, what the hell is it? I didn't know you played guitar like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But yeah, those his 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 uh, roommates have good ass guitars. They got like basses and stuff. But yeah, I want to like keep like buying like guitar equipment. Yeah, sick. Yeah, but it's super fun, dude. Like I I can't go like a day without fucking. I can't go a day without like watching a like this is how fucking like fucking shitty my days are. Like I can't go a day without like watching a movie or without like like playing guitar or like recording something. Yeah, that's a good, like that's that's some that's, good habits because yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't go a day without freaking smoking weed. <laughs> so that's dude, but that gets different. the fucking juices flowing. Yeah, though. it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but dude, that's really good that you have all these healthy habits and like. Thank you. The guitar is awesome. Your writing's phenomenal. Thank so you, you. Definitely have a bright future ahead, dude. Like, thank you so much. Someone so young, it's like amazing just to see like how accomplished you are. And dude, thank it's you. It's like super sick. And you're well traveled. You've already been to Europe. You've been to Mexico. You've been yeah, to New York. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so sick, dude. I appreciate it. So, dude, definitely just keep doing your shit. I'm gonna be supporting you all the way when you're in Long Beach, dude. Thank Gotta you. Gotta come. I'm visit gonna be you. coming back like every fucking week too, because I fucking live here. I live literally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna be coming it's back on the like, way, all the time. Literally. Yeah. So, dude, yeah, 
Thanks again for coming back after work. Honestly, 100%. I definitely probably want to have you on one more time before you leave. To be honest, dude. Yeah, I want to be on like way more than that too because yeah, I, yeah, I got yeah. still got a lot of uh, I got a couple weeks. And yeah. even when you're in LA, we can do a little pod over Riverside. Dude, It'll fuck be like a Zoom yes. Pod. Dude, I'm yeah. so down. Dude, so dude, yeah. So, so thanks again, Zen, for yep. coming back, bro. Do you got anything you want to tell the audience, dude? Um, I you love you. <laughs> That's amazing. You no, just all love serious, here. Seriously, this is a this is awesome. This is a great fucking setup. I love everything about uh everything about this podcast is really cool, but um I'm really happy to be on this. Dude, um, well, thanks we're a lot. really happy to help you, dude. Thank oh, you. Yeah, All right, guys. Well, that's been another episode of the I Love You Man podcast, hosted by me and my brother Seth. Yep. You just talked to Zen. Hopefully, we'll have another fun guest for you to listen to next week. Thanks so much for all the listeners. I know it's mostly just a lot of my friends that just always text me after the episode comes out. And be like, dude, your friend's so sick. Like, dude, I want to hang out with him. And they're like, yeah, dude, he is. Dude, we all got to hang out with him. But guys, thanks again for uh, tuning into another episode. This has been the I Love You Man podcast. Have a good rest of your day. Peace. Peace.